Hello, and welcome to the Movie Quest podcast, a podcast where three friends watch a film, talk about it, rate it, and pit it against other films that they've watched. This, if it's your first time, this season we have taken our listeners' picks. This is the second episode, and we're going to be talking about it little lately. But before we get to that, how are my co-hosts? Yeah, I'm all right, yeah, I'm good. How are you, Johnny? Uh, I think I'm a little bit sunburnt. Ooh, been out in the in the garden all day. I I, I have yeah, I've taken a day off and I've been out in the garden. Uh, it, was, it was absolutely glorious. I I to be fair, like I feel like my face has become one giant freckle. It does look right. Like, I can see it red over Zoom. Yeah, it's it's pretty warm, pretty red. Yeah, it's just you know when you're ginger, you're kind of allergic to the sun. Just so. just a helpful hint for everyone who listens: if you do get sunburn, mm-hmm. you can apply sun cream after you've like been in the sun and it works as like after sun it's not as good as actual after sun but it still has like that moisturizing property and should hopefully stop you from getting burnt skin very good tip that johnny yeah that's our new segment johnny's tips for the real world we do love to to johnny tips johnny's life advice Mm. don't put Mm. my tips in the tip use them in your life (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) <laughs> I got a tip for you. Don't watch that lately. There's a tip. Oh, there's a tip. Get onto oh, that later. Spoilers, spoilers. Just yeah, spoilers. Okay, well, obviously, I didn't enjoy it, but maybe the other two enjoyed it. I probably had like a weird, you know, segue where we're going to talk about that lately, like we did. Blown away. Anyway, um, before we get to that, what have you guys been uh, watching? Yeah, I'll start. Basically, nothing. So I'm just going to let Johnny go to the next. Let Johnny go next because I I really? literally you, this I've is the first time you've not nothing. watched nothing. I've just been working on stuff, so I haven't watched anything. Uh, Johnny, um, what have you been watching? Um, well, besides my next door neighbor going crazy and jumping on his car while it's been driven away, and also watching videos of how to build sheds, I've watched Rear Window. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Right, what 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 happened with your neighbour? I saw a picture of this. What was going on? I don't know, but basically, did you did you, did you do the no, nosy neighbour thing of like just sort of peeking through the blinds, so having a little look and trying well, to figure out what's going on? Yeah, I mean, and this was the perfect segue into the film that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was uh, minding my own business, and I heard, heard this shouting going on, and there was some altercation between my neighbour and somebody else, and basically, without waffling on for ages. It, it kind of escalated into the point where somebody was on top of the bonnet of someone's car and it was being driven away down the road. That's <laughs> great. It's all good. There isn't a lot going on right now, so that was quite interesting. Quite um, exciting. Yeah. Um, my garden doesn't get that kind of activity that often, so... Yeah, kind of hot, hot action. Yeah. See, uh, I I always wonder what your neighbours do because they've got like a massive house, haven't they? Uh, I think I think it's like some sort of Amazon business. Are they the one with the swimming pool? Swimming no, pool? I think the guys with the swimming pool are retired. Mm-hmm. Like my old next door neighbour said that there was like some like some drug lords who like lived Just like up the road. Chill out in Huddersfield. Yeah, um, who knows? There's there's oh, like Rolls know. Royces going up and down this street all the time. I'm just like, why? Mm. Like. Who's got that? Like, what do they do? Well, there wasn't wasn't there that BBC documentary about like the crime and stuff in Huddersfield? Yeah, I'm sure there was. There's two like a two part series. 
um, where people were, so it was a, like a BBC reporter moved to London and then basically stuff started happening in Huddersfield. So he went back and he reported Hometown, it, I think uh, it was just called. reported on. Yeah. Hey, maybe we should uh, do an episode on that. Like talk about Huddersfield. Maybe. Yeah. So, re- so mm. rear window, Johnny. Yeah. So rear window. Yeah. It's kind of, I pretty much echoed it in me watching this chat. Uh, it's an Alfred Hitchcock film set in New York about this photographer who is out of action because he was taking a photo at a racetrack and this car hit him and it broke his leg and he's basically housebound while his broken leg is being fixed. And he's got this like great view over all these apartments and there's a new married couple who moves in and he can see through their window there's a ballerina who does all like ballet practices. There's a piano player who does recitals in his room. And there's several other people. And basically the film is about him watching all these different people doing all their, living all their lives. How he spots potential murder happen uh, in one of the rooms. And he basically tries to find out who's done it, like where this person has gone to. So it's a whodunit. It's really good. Like... I maybe should have chosen that instead of North <laughs> by Northwest if I was trying to win you over for a Hitchcock film. H- had you seen this before? I think I've seen it two or three times. Right. Um, what made you want to watch it again? I was keen for Sarah to see it. Yeah, I'd recommend people Ooh. watch it. Did you ever watch the remake? Uh, with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Yeah. There's a remake? Yeah, Shia LaBeouf did one, uh, Disturbia. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Where, where basically he, oh. he goes under house arrest, so he has to wear an ankle yeah, bracelet. Yeah. And he sits and I think basically, doesn't he like, isn't he like creeping out on the next on neighbor or something? Yeah, it's the next on neighbor, yeah. yeah. Film people. So, yeah, it's cool. But it's good. Have you, have you guys seen Marie Window? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like years and years and years and years ago. Yeah. No, I, I, I haven't seen it. I think they do it as a stage play, which should be kind of cool to see. Mm. Um, that would work quite well, I think. Yeah. I was thinking actually this might work as well as a game, sort of. You got this one viewpoint, and you can you can see different things going on. Aaron, you been watching much? Yeah, I have. Have you guys heard of the documentary series on Netflix at the moment? It's very popular. It's called The Last Dance. Yeah. This is the basketball one. This is the basketball yeah, one. Everyone, the Chicago Bulls. Everyone's going on about this. I've I've seen it in lots of places. So it basically it's a documentary series that follows Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan, Steve Kerr. Scotty Pippen, Dennis Rodman, and various other members of the Chicago Bulls team that won the NBA championships six times. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it sort of follows like mostly Michael Jordan, because obviously he's was quite a special NBA player, quoted as the best NBA player of all time. And basically, it was like they took footage from like, there was a, in the last season, or the last time that they won, there was like a, a camera crew that followed them through the whole time. Now, I don't know if there was a documentary made about it then right. or whether it didn't happen and then they made it now. But all I know is that like the person that made this sort of cut together lots of different interviews okay. and pieces and then obviously interviewed the people now and Michael and all those guys and sort of followed the the path from like the very first championship to the the final championship and like all the controversies that happened like for instance did you know that michael jordan's dad was murdered oh i mean i don't know much about basketball or michael jordan so that is a surprise to me but i'm I'm assuming people in america would probably know that 
Yeah, I did. See, I didn't know. I, I, I mean, I remember like obviously being. I was probably I don't know seven or eight, maybe nine years old at the time, and I do remember the Chicago Bulls mania. Like I remember like Michael Jordan just being this like superstar. I, at the all time. I remember him from is, is um, Space Jam. That's that's the, literally the only thing that that crossed my path as growing up as a kid. I I knew, so I knew he was like, big for the video games as well, but pretty much just Space Jam. That that was like the only thing that sort of. Really, yeah. like he was like the first kind of mega star, and then probably maybe I don't know, maybe David Beckham or someone like that yeah. came after him. But like, obviously, I know like he's got a big like he's his his sneakers they call him like you know the Jordans, Air Jordans, yeah. Air Jordans. Yeah, they're obviously quite famous as well. But I think this documentary was amazing. It is such a good watch. So interesting to just watch. Like, first of all, these professional basketball players having not really not knowing much about basketball like i do know bits and bats like obviously when i was a kid like my game michael jordan was a big deal so i kind of followed it i guess a little yeah. bit as from a distance but just to watch these professionals be at like top level and like basically in the 90 97 98 series like they kind of the world had kind of wrote them off because they were a lot older then and they were coming sort of to the end of their careers ish so like people were wondering if they were able to, you know, to challenge for the title again, and and it's just, oh, I don't know, it's really good. And the way the documentary sort of set up was, you would follow the 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 ninety seven ninety eight championship sort of almost game by game, but then it would cut back to the past and talk about, you know, where Michael Jordan came from, or maybe a past championship, or maybe Dennis Rodman, who was kind of like this crazy basketball player. So so um, I've got some questions. So um, well a few. First question is. Does this have like more of an overarching story, or is it is it more just about the seasons that happen, like um, them winning games? Like, is there or is there a sort of a bigger picture? Yeah, the bigger picture is like kind of Michael Jordan's career. Right, okay, I think so. There's not some big um, controversy really. It's mostly just just sort of exploring the, 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 <laughs> them as people. I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's a few like they have like their big moments where Michael was a big gambler um and like people called that into question like because he was a big gambler <laughs> and he racked up like like apparently it was debts but i don't think that's true because he had lots of money but basically the media jumped on that and then put his father's death his murder and then the gambling together which actually had they had no no connection whatsoever and okay so have you, have you watched any other sports documentaries similar to this like, did you watch the Man City oh, one? No, I watched the uh, Sunderland one. So, okay, Sunderland one. Is it similar in that sort of thing where it follows them throughout a season sort of thing? Or is it with the Sunderland one? Like, I think the problem that they have is with, the, with that story, it's so depressing, basically, because there's just spoilers. Like, they're trying to get out of the, out of the championship and they, they, you know, they go down. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're trying to get out of, into the rack of the championship uh, and then, you know, they're doing terrible. It's just like they don't manage it and it's just, yeah. it doesn't end well for them. I think for a good documentary to happen, you need to have good access to footage. You need to have... Which they did. Uh, an interesting story and, like, good characters. And then you need to have a bit of luck, I think, to get something that actually sort of pulls it all together. So if you look at something like... Tiger King, for example, the amount of footage you have was ridiculous, and then you have the different characters which are all crazy, and then you've got the story stuff going going on with like certain characters like dying, and like and like it's got this sort of bit of a narrative feel. It almost feels like it's been written mm-hmm. almost, but it's obviously you know not. 
So I wonder, yeah, like because obviously this is, is people going on about this. I, I'm curious what what the hook is for this. Why everyone seems to talk about it. I just think Michael Jordan is one of the most interesting sports celebrities of any generation. Really? Because I've never really heard much about him, so he can't be that. Inter- I mean, maybe, well, maybe I just haven't. I mean, yeah, but I you don't follow the sport. So. You weren't, but you know, like you know who he is, right? Like you know who Michael Jordan is. Kinda, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but you, I mean, what age were you whenever it was sort of popping off? Like maybe four, five years old? Yeah, smart. Maybe. I mean, he he was the first big sports celebrity that took, like, I mean, obviously there was you know, Maradona and Pele and like, a lot of football stars before, but this, like, he was the first, like, huge one that sort of took the whole world rather than just like a small part of the world he was he was big he was really really big and he i think he took basketball from like america to like the rest of the world obviously various countries still play basketball but he you know nba became a a sort of household name i guess after michael jordan maybe and his worth work ethic is unreal i on unreal on like in a lot of ways i it's unrivaled i would say in a lot does it make you want to play basketball compared to a lot of other it doesn't make me want to play basketball, but I am gonna watch a couple of games to see if I want to get into it. Like, oh, okay. it looks really fun. But um, did you? I, I would recommend. I've got a just uh, randomly. I've got a good documentary series you should watch, Aaron. American uh-huh. fo- American sports, uh, ba- documentary called "The Battered Bastards of Baseball." Oh, I've heard that. It's very good. Just I watched it a while ago. It's worth watching. It's basically about I think it's in the seventies. It's a team trying to to trying to get into the into the league, and they literally just hold tryouts for anyone to to come play. And they basically get a bunch of like a bunch of people who all the big teams don't want because they're all weird and wacky and and you know maybe have done crimes in the past or whatever. And they get this big like ragtag set of people together who and then they 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 play in like odd ways anyway it's 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 quite good anyway but i recommend it i think i think it's only like one it's only like a one part documentary i think it's like just like an hour and a half long or whatever but um i believe i'll watch that i believe kurt russell was something to do with it i believe it's his dad owned it or something maybe i want to say it's kurt russell i don't know i think i would say that i'm in the the NBA now. Right, we'll, we'll see how long Hopefully this lasts. Till, I mean, it might not. I mean, football's coming back. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. you really are desperate, aren't you? <laughs> I, one last thing before we move on. It's to, it baffles me, though, because they were talking about, like, the 1997, you know, and 98 sort of, you know, Chicago Bulls thing. I was thinking, yeah, something bigger was happening, though, like, across the continent. Man United's coming close to winning the treble. Like, that gives a big... I don't Americans know, like don't the, care the about football, so soccer. I know, but it's like the '92 squad. I don't know. It, yeah, it's crazy. David Beckham at the same time. It's just weird. But anyway, that's just personal opinion there, isn't it? So we've got to take a, you know a jet set adventure, a flight to Toronto specifically, the little area in Toronto. You know, revolving around Italy. That 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 was that was not a, not a. Not, not your best segue, Aaron. Not your best. <laughs> Just like Lewis's film choice. Oh! So, this film was chosen by our uh, listener. Oh, please t- g- tell me why you chose this. It was. Uh, yeah, I'm going to bleep some stuff out. I feel out like you chose like, it out of spite. I mean, well. Okay, so Lewis wrote I have chosen Little Italy because I hate all three of you. 
No, he didn't really. Yeah, um, he wrote literally 2018, starring Hayden Christensen, with a bleep bleep and a bleep bleep because I want to talk about those things. It's a bit of fun. It's incredibly light and a good one to watch with partners. I watched it with my partner. Does does does, does Lewis live in a, some sort of bizarro land? Where 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 up is down and down is up? Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What? Okay, so basically Lewis is just trolling us. Yeah. I suppose this is our own fault for opening it up to listeners' choices. Maybe we not, we don't do this ever again. Right. Well, you know, I'll talk about the premise. That lately um, is basically a young couple must navigate a blossoming romance amidst a war between their families competing pizza restaurants. <laughs> Stars: Hayden <laughs> Christensen, Emma Roberts. There we go. Danny Danielle, Sugith Faragis, and Andrew Andrew Fung or Pung. I don't know how you say it. To be fair, it doesn't really star so, them. They're in it for like, he's, he's, well, that the guy you mentioned first, Sugith Faragif, he's in it for like about 30 seconds, if maybe less. Yeah. I think he's in the credits, if anything. And then well, you know. the other guy, uh, Andrew Pung, he's in it for longer. First impressions, right? I haven't even started the film. I'm just looking at the, the front cover and I'm like, has he dyed his hair? Has he dyed it? Is it darker? Is Hayden Christensen... Is it darker? He's definitely just, dyed his just hair. Just for men. He's definitely... It's just, it's definitely like wearing. It's amazing tab, how old right? he looks, even it's though like he, he can't be that old, but he looks so old in this in this film. No, no. See, I I thought the same thing, and I googled it. He's like thirty eight. Wow. Obviously, Star Wars took its toll on him. Yeah, he's like thirty eight. Um, yeah, but to be fair, at least so, supposed to be like in their twenties, early twenties. <laughs> yes, yes, they are <laughs> supposed to be like young. Like uh, Emma Roberts's character, just come back after like, being Mickey to or uni or whatever. Yeah, it's been to uni or something. I mean, she probably is that age, but Hayden, no, no, no. He looks, he's, he's struggling. That's why he's, you know, getting rid of the grey hairs. Did that you not think he looked like Noel Gallagher in this film? A little bit. Noel Gallagher. That's, that's why I, um, I, I saw the picture of Johnny on Johnny said I, on WhatsApp. I couldn't get it out of my head. I just thought like. <laughs> I, all the time, he just looked like Noel Gallagher. He didn't look Italian. He looked like yeah. Noel Gallagher. Well, that's, that's, that's strike one against the Italian people. Well, that's what we'll talk about that in a bit. Also, right, I've just figured it out. Like, I'd, not not then, it was like earlier on today because I was chatting to Heather about it. I've been calling him um, Christian Haydenson. What? For like, I don't know how long. No. Like, so long. I was like Googling. I Googled... Uh, Christian Haydenson <laughs> and I, I did nothing came up and I was like what what's it's good because I was trying to find his oh, age and then hilarious. obviously it told me that it was Mate, you're uh, not proper Star Wars fan are you you don't even know who Anakin Skywalker is then I noticed that the um, the film was an hour and 40 long I was happy about that to be honest because I thought it could have been longer I'm glad it, I mean it felt very long like really long but if it it could have been like two hours two and a half hours i mean it could i mean i guess it would have probably run out of money by that point but i was like that seems too long for a crap film like fully knowing this was a crap film i was like an hour and 40 minutes wait, wait, that's you grueling. That's a crap film why oh like well because obviously yeah like sometimes i do a bit of research before <laughs> it and then i noticed i it's on metacritic it was like oh see johnny <laughs> this is what aaron does he gets his opinions from metacritic before he, got, oh, I see. Pod, before he watches the film i see the truth has finally come out it's finally admitted this is how he chooses his films yeah he just what is as look at what other people think about it and then he just 
borrows those, those thoughts. Well, before, before I went to Metacritic, I just thought, hmm, have I seen a Canadian film before? And then I was like, Canadian? Yeah. Have I, I haven't seen a Canadian Sorry, film. <laughs> Canadian, <laughs> Canadian film before. And then I was like, I don't think I have. And then I started doing some Googling and I was like, the only Canadian film that I think I've seen, and I'm not even 100% sure if it is Canadian, is Room. But besides that, I don't think I've seen a single Canadian film. What a film set in Canada. Are you on about The Room or Room? Room, room where they're locked in a room, not The Room. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, like films that are like, not just necessarily filmed in Canada, but like... There's loads of films that are filmed in Canada, because like, Vancouver's a massive, like, it's a massive centre of, of filming, because cause they do those tax breaks, and because it looks enough like, you know, they can make it look like New York or LA or whatever, by changing some of the signage and stuff, but... They're not like, like Canadian film companies, though. I don't know, maybe, I'm not, I'm not sure... But I I I've I haven't seen a film set in Canada. I can't think of one anyway, at least off the top of my head. There's just certain visual language and stuff that you're used to seeing. Like, if you see a police officer, like it's either someone in like a Bobby's uniform or whatever in the in the, in Britain, or it's like an American cop, and you never really get some like other sort of. Uh, you'll get con- you'll get continent continental European police officer. Yes, but you but you won't think, oh, yes. that's French or German. It's just continental. Whereas this, whereas these, I was like, wow, that's like some strong uniforms. I'm, pr- I'm quite impressed. Like going for the red band the top of the top of the head. It's kind of good though. It's kind of, I'm kind of glad that they actually went for that and didn't just try to make it because I guess they couldn't make it Little Italy in New York because it probably would never look. They probably couldn't film it to make it look like New York because it's probably too expensive. Maybe. I'm just gonna come out and say it. This film wasn't that Canadian. It just wasn't that Canadian. There was American flags in the bar. That wouldn't like that would. I'm telling you now. I am telling you right now. If my mother-in-law saw that, who is she is Canadian. If she saw that, she would flip. She would flip her lid. They are not into America at all. They do not like being associated with America because they are better than. Well, America. they're not. But these guys are Italian. They weren't Canadian, obviously. Um, Loose, loosely Italian. Every character in this film has an Italian accent, pretty That's much. So true. Apart from the British woman who had a terrible British accent, anyway. But yeah, well, let's let's because that's it. This is it. One of the the second note that I have is, is he putting on an Italian accent? Yes, yes, he is putting on an Italian accent. Kind of. It was very. He didn't really attempt much of it. He was probably the least Italian person. Him and Emma Emma Roberts were probably the least Italian out of them all. All the family members were just massive stereotypes. Like, it was insane. It's fair enough. You can have some Italian people in there. Fair, fair, fair enough. But literally every single person yeah. was like, hey, and all, like just doing <laughs> hey. the whole, like, the, uh, all the noise. It's just like, oh, man, it, I couldn't take it. I really couldn't take to, it. To the point where um, Kim Chi's character, so Kim Chi is, a, is, is one of the members of, um, of, of Kim's convenience. He's the first light in this film. This the one of the only lights in this film. Who is Kim Chi? Kimchi is Andre. He's the Luigi, the bar, the bar guy. Wait, so it's Kim. He's called Kimchi. In not not. No, he's called his, his character name in in uh, Kim's convenience. Well, I don't is know Kimchi. Just look, Kimchi. We're talking about this film. It's called yeah, Luigi. Yeah, right, Luigi. Mate. Fine, Luigi. Kimchi. Same thing. They have you know. He's he's definitely not from Italy, but he's putting on an Italian accent. Yeah, but 
he, they explain it, don't they? No, yeah, like way later on, and I was like, that dude doesn't need to put on an Italian accent, and then obviously the it reveal was, is later yeah, on. It that. was very confusing. Yeah, I know. It's just like you're in this, you're in this local locale of this of this little Italy, so you just all have to speak. Like it's like if I went to if I, if I went to yeah little Italy or whatever, and I decided speaking, it'd just be bizarre. Also, like, why wasn't anyone Canadian? Like, why don't anyone have Canadian accents? Like, uh, Christian or Hayden... Because they're all in Little Italy. No, right. I've been to Little Italy. No one talks, like... no, Not everyone talks Italian. That's great. Look, set in Canada. Didn't feel like it was set in Canada. There was Canadian flags everywhere, but also American flags. And everyone spoke Italian. In Italian. I don't... With an Italian accent. Throw me off. Throw me off. Um... Again, I couldn't get over the fact that he was wearing fake tan. And then some shots he wasn't wearing fake tan, like he was com- like completely white. And then other shots, like he was wearing fake tan. And then I kept thinking, like, is it supposed to be a joke? Is this supposed to be funny? Like, are they like making a joke out of the fact that he's wearing fake tan and like he's dyed his hair? There was, there was, there was some bits of this film. It felt like they were going for an out-and-out comedy, but it didn't fit with the tone of the film. The tone wasn't really. Trying, to, it was obviously trying to be humorous with the family members, I guess. But there's some bits that was just like so so out of tone with the rest of the film. Um, like specifically, I think the the cop. I, I don't know if she. I assumed she was some sort of co- co- uh, comedian or something in Canada, and we just I just don't know who she is. So they were just putting her as a cameo role or something. I haven't I haven't looked this up, so I should probably check. But the whole her, like fat her having the hots for Hayden Christensen. And like asking him if there's anything soft or maybe hard in his pants or whatever, and ch- and like feeling him up and stuff, and I was just like, this isn't funny, and it's just like aw- it's just awkward and weird that the film is doing this, but it thinks it's being funny. I don't know, it was just bizarre. Yeah, but it's not just that though; it's because they they double down on that. But then every female character that exists in the whole of this little little universe just wanted to get down with Hayden Christensen, like. They were yeah, apart from yeah. his like his. But he looks yeah, like Noel Gallagher. He yeah. <laughs> looks like so. Every woman in this film wants to get down with a Hayden Christian that looks like Noel Gallagher. Weird, like not even young like Noel Gallagher. Lines, it's so weird. That's again, I don't really get. It. And they were like, like they made a point of as well. He sleeps with a lot of women. <laughs> all right, he sleeps with loads. It just like this. But they made that point just because there's one woman. And then they never really mentioned it again. Just, uh, so she's just some lady. You know, awkward. Do not ever pay off. And like, the, I didn't know the, the what op- they were doing with him. They opened it up with like sort of a flashback space, flashback to when they were kids, and it was them as adults narrating it, and that felt awkward. So I felt mm. really weird. Like they had no chemistry. It was it was so obvious that it was two actors who don't know each other sat in a bo- in a booth talking about talking these lines, and it was just like. It, it was basically just going through the whole like, oh, I always let you beat me, ha ha ha. And it's just, oh man, it was just, it was shocking. Also, when they first opened the film, one of the things he says, it says is um, the reason they call it Little Italy is nothing ever changes. It's like, <laughs> what? What does that even mean? No one cares. Like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I tell you, what I thought <laughs> was, what I was thinking about anyway was, how many times can i pee in this film so that i could maybe waste about five to ten minutes not having to watch this oh, film mate, you missed, you missed, anymore you missed all the good stuff then, obviously yeah. they, with the opening yeah. 
there's this kind of weird bit where as kids they go and get like this aubergine and put this tiny stick of dynamite in it to wake (laughs) up this guy because they because they think it's funny yeah naughty naughty kids. kids yeah and firstly like they put the stick of dynamite in, and then it's a CGI. It turns to a CGI aubergine when it explodes, and then it is all red all over him, like after it. And it's just like, what? What is the point of this? What is the I point? Was, I was thinking that poor guy's having a heart attack, especially when they're yeah. adults yeah. doing it. To him. Also, when they cut back to him, like what, fifteen to twenty years later, that guy isn't still alive. He's not still alive. No, no the way. thing is, like, it's like Mediterranean they, they, I don't diet. know why they opened it up. Why, why did they open the film up with these two these kids? Because, like, they they go back in they go back into the future, and all the adults are exactly the same age, and they didn't even bother trying well, to make. How do you think child actors get into the acting scene? Flashbacks. It didn't do anything though. It didn't really. It just. I mean, you can say like, that about the whole film. I guess they but... set up the fact that they're. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> okay, so some of the, some of the things that I kind of liked about this film was the pe- the the pizza elements of the film. Really, the core of this film is about these two pizza restaurants who have had this great big fallout because of a pizza competition which went terribly wrong, and it basically created two restaurants. A lot of the film is them. Like Hayden Christian and Emma Roberts, like creating this new pizza, this new amazing pizza with figs in it. And then he's like, "Oh yeah, it's really like smoky but sweet at the same time." And that's it. That's that's oh, the like. Th- there's no like big like like lead up to it. I feel like just, you took me straight just, back. Oh, to put that some scene. put some figs like, on I, it. I really yeah. want to eat a no, pizza no, with wait, figs wait, wait. on it. Mm, yeah, you could play both characters. No, but no the most important bit of this film is when they eat the pizza after that point in the scene. And he takes her upstairs to the roof of his of his building, and for some reason, there's like thirty lamps just mm. like all sitting all on, around on, on the, all on yeah, at the same time, yeah. All somehow not managed to get but like blown over in the wind. Just like a bunch of lamps up on the roof. It's like what? What? It doesn't make like, any sense. It's what it was was they, they probably had a bit of budget and they said to the set decorator, right, come up with a quirky, cool. Like sort of set where we can we can bring up a couple on. We won't have a lot of lights though, because lights look really good when they when they doffed out. We get a nice kiss and it, oh, it was just it was it was. Terrible. They did it for the hipsters, didn't they? Because that's yeah. Why the lights? Why? Look, in Little Italy, the lights never go out. Right? They didn't mention that at the start of the the movie, but it's the truth. Sorry, Johnny, I sidetracked you there. You're talking about the pizza, the most important part. Well, of the yeah, film. I mean, the, the, the pizza just seems to be, like, the thing that they're latching onto, which is some vague remise of a story. It's, it, was someone's, it was someone's concept that they came up with, wasn't it? So they came up in a writer's room. How about we do a Romeo and Juliet, right? And it's set in Little Italy, and it's all about pizza. <laughs> Warring families they were with high. pizza. They were definitely that's stoned. A, that's a good. It's a good hook to get oh people involved. Gosh. We can have them. We can like we can do the story. You know that scene in <laughs> Ghost where he puts his hands around there as they're making pottery, but with pizza, and it'll be great. Oh, it'll be so. It'll be so. Be- it'll be so amazing. It would have been. Oh. It would have been better if they doubled down on stuff like that, though, rather than being weird. One of the things that like grated on me. Was like they use mal- the word millennials two or three times. Oh yeah. Why don't we get an app or something? Yeah, it's like oh, well, millennials now is almost like half. It's half like a derogatory term, I think. 
Yeah, but it's it's kind of like one of those words where you think, oh, do you, do you really have to use that? Like, is it is that the thing that you have to mention in this film? Because it dates it into that kind of time period of awkwardness. Because <laughs> when it was shot, maybe like probably, what, it came out in 2018, so it's probably 2016 or something. It was the happening new thing. We've got to get the millennial you know language in there. Everyone's got to have a, we got to try and make sure that pizza, the, the pizza, restaurant, pizza restaurants have an app. Oh, we, you know, weeds are we're pushing the boundaries. We'll make sure of a scene where those are OAPs and they're all getting high off on the on the weed from the pizza. You know, they've got to push the. You've got to have all these scenes that you can put in for the trailer. You know, to get people interested. Yeah, but surely if Ugh. if they went to prison for weed in the pizza, surely they'd go to prison for quite a long time. No, because it's just it's, one night. It's, it's, is um, it not legal in? It was. It's in, it's, it is legal in Canada now. It wasn't legal then because I googled it. It wasn't legal then, but it was a misdemeanor. It's not misdemeanor. a misdemeanor. But the problem is your business. Different. I think it would be different if you're a business and you're you're selling your customers weed without telling them. I think that's. I think I think we're looking too deep into it to be honest. I think they just wanted a reason to have old grannies dancing on tables, yeah. and then to have their questionably awkward uh, Indian. All right. Uh, yes, right. And then, and then, and then, like, obviously, have the 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 police lady feeling up Hayden Christensen. They, they obviously had these ideas. I want to say is we're talking about that character. Just a throwaway racist comment. It's all right. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Like which one? Which they, one? He called him. He called him Slumdog Millionaire. Thing is, like, I think you could get away with that if you had an idea of who these characters were and like it was a bit more built up or whatever and. But it was so early in the film. Is that no context? <laughs> yeah, no, there's no context, and it was such a. The thing is that character, but well, both the characters was such shoehorned, like one-dimensional yeah. character. It was pretty awful to watch. I mean, like, usually I'm not that sensitive and that sort of stuff. Like, I'm usually just like, well, you know, I'd, it's good that I'd rather have you know some representation than none. But when they just shoehorn them in and there's not there's no real reason for them to be there. Yeah. The, I think the the only reason was that I guess I don't even know why. Like they had to like it was I mean the thing is with this film, it's so obvious what the story's gonna be or how it's gonna end up. Like so obviously the two Asian people on the on the on the different sides of the of one on one restaurant, one on the other, it was like, Oh, obviously they don't like each other and then they're gonna get together and like it was just so obvious. Yeah. It was so, and it was just like, no, don't do that, please, don't be. That. Ugh, it was, it was bizarre. Yeah. But I think we've completely overlooked this film. This is just, this is just what Canadian cinema is. We're unacquainted with it, clearly. Um, maybe yeah. this is just what maybe, this yeah. is just what all Canadian films are like. To be fair, it it did feel like I was watching some sort of sketch show from the mid two no. thousands, no. like. In some ways, with the characters, it was so cartoony. It felt like it was almost like kids' TV or something. Like everyone shouted at each other constantly. There was no like, it was no like anything that was anywhere near normality in terms of like the way they were speaking. They were shouting over each other. It was so overacting. The overacting like is is insane constantly. And it felt like I was watching an episode of Basil Brush or something. Like it just, <laughs> like it was just like. Yeah, oh, it was terrible. Kids TV. See, this is the problem. You've now seen this, and like, well, I mean, I think you've watched a couple of episodes of Kim's Convenience, and but like, there are Canadian TV programs that 
absolutely nail it when it comes to like race, like jokes, like absolutely smash it out of the park. Like they don't like this film for me was weirdly sexist and sexualized, weirdly racist. Well, not even weirdly racist. Like the like, I don't think it was necessarily that race. I think dude, it was just really the Italian lazy. Accents is come. Well, on. No, that's the thing. Like, like what well, then? Like you watched the Blown Away last week with awful Irish accents, and you would would you say it's racist to Irish? I mean, on a, on a, on, a, on a level, it is racist, but. It's okay. I find it funny. What? Yeah, I get because I'm not Italian. I don't know if you find this funny or not. Like, I imagine some people would probably be offended. I don't know. But then also, it's fine to have Italians speak with Italian accents. They exist. It just, it just felt like there were absolutely massive caricatures, and every single person had to have this accent. It was so bizarre. Yeah. It's like they took their inspiration for their Italian accent off Mario from <laughs> Super yes. Mario. Oh, Lewis. Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. What have you done? It was a test. Look, I'm not even I'm not even gonna apologize for bashing that film. Like I'm not even gonna For all the people who've got to this point listening, I, I really don't think we've done a great job of explaining to you what this film really is about. It's just like this is just bad romance between these two peop <laughs> two two people who grew up together that they don't have no chemistry. It's she comes back from London after training to be a, a chef. <laughs> for some reason, she's got to come back for a visa. Or so. It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. She's got to come up with a menu, which is so obvious that it's going to be pizza. Oh, so obvious. And then she's got to come up with a menu for this for this restaurant she wants to work for. And then, basically, she falls back in love with this guy, and but their families are, are feuding. And then there's a competition showing up. I mean, how... <laughs> How long did this Blimmings Festival last for? Because, I mean, like, that seemed to be the whole t entire Years. time watching the film. Felt like and an then, eternity. And then it basically just does hijinks ensues, back back and forth. The, the old people on each side fall in love and get married. And then, like, they basically, it, it, the end of it is they have a pizza competition and the two kids <laughs> have to enter it. So Hayden Christensen enters it and Emma Roberts enters it. And then she lets him win so that the families can come back together and be friends again. And then she does scarpers to the airport and you have this horrendous airport scene with all the family following up. To the, oh, it's shocking. Wait, because wait, wait, oh. wait, wait, that's the only bit in the film that I actually enjoyed because there's two characters, again, sorry to talk about Kim's Convenience, two characters from Kim's Convenience and they kiss in it and it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful moment. Two amazing people from an amazing TV program. No, come that together. was awful. No, they that just, was great. They, I love no, that. No, they, they they revealed that one of the characters was gay, which made made no real no. sense to the story no. at all. It's and not then, about that. And, and then it's they just. Kim's. And then they. Well, I have no context for this, so it doesn't make any sense to me. Aaron. And then they bring in a, a random for character for, for li literally like, he was in a tiny amount of a scene. Great. And then love they suddenly fall in love Kim's. because he finds someone else who's gay. So they have to get together <laughs> because someone else is gay on the screen. You're the absolutely screen. right. That means they You're have to get right. together. It's another. It's, like, it's just. just yeah. <gasps> it's another thing just to add to the list of just like, wait, the many things have, that they have just. One, you have two Asian people in the film. They have to get together. You have to, you find one two gay people. They have to get together. You have two old people. They have to get together. It's just like no, that's not please. And like, and this is like this isn't a thing about bashing rom coms or anything either because. I like rom coms. I'm, I'm, I'm quite. I like a good rom com. My wife hated this film. I hated this film. Heather hated I, it. 
we couldn't watch it. We 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 watched forty five minutes of it. I think it was, or maybe an hour of it. Um, and I literally was like, I can't do any more of this. I can't. So I turned it off, <laughs> and then we fi- we finished it off the next day because I just couldn't couldn't carry on with it. It was so cringy and horrendous. But the thing is, it wasn't that bad that it was good. It wasn't like it didn't yeah, wrap around like the that. room does. It's just that. like it's Can just it not fun. In places. Yeah, very boring. I just didn't care about any of the characters. What about like that random football scene in the rain? Yeah, I don't know. They get absolutely Why? drenched. Why did they have to bring in the football thing? It's like because they're Italian, <laughs> they love football. So yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Let's just stop. Right, let's stop. We've been talking about it. We we have given this film too much time. I do not care. I do not want to talk about it. Let's just let's just pick another film like The Hat and move on. Yeah, but we're not we're not ever gonna have any more interactions with Lewis yeah we're cutting him out of our life yeah you're dead to me Lewis for this torture that you put think about all the all the time you've wasted Lewis <laughs> you wasted my time my wife's time Johnny's time Aaron's time <laughs> Heather's time did you watch it with Sarah Johnny uh no oh thank that's good she's Sarah you saved, saved her you saved her you saved her What's really gets me? I worked me. out seven hours between us. A quarter of a day has been wasted oh. on this film. And then we and talked about it for like twenty minutes as well, half an hour. Ugh. Yeah, wasted and... all your time telling you about this film you shouldn't watch. <laughs> and it's the fact that he says, "This is Lewis and I," but it's a fun film, an incredibly so, light, a good well, one to watch with the partners. Obviously, he just went on to Rotten Tomatoes and like searched for yeah, the he lo- did. Lowest. He absolutely did. I mean, he might have liked films. Because, Saw oh. Hayden was in it and was like, ooh, that'll be fun because he's from Star Wars. Let's watch that. You're a bad man, Lewis. Bad man. <laughs> I should have... And this is how you know, guys, listening out there, it's how you know we, we don't fake the roles and we don't pick them whatever we want. I would never have picked this film. <laughs> we picked it because the random generator picked it for us. Uh, right, shall we move on, please? Let's move on. <sighs> Lewis... No, no, thank you for your submission. No, don't go past go and collect 200 Monopoly monies. That was horrific. Go to jail. Go to jail. Think about what you've done. Lewis is in the listener's sin bin. We're going to give you a few episodes where you're not allowed to talk to us. If this next film is as bad as that, I'm quitting cinema. Uh, Right. Are we we moving on to picking our next film next week? Let's move on to picking the next film. Just want to say thank you very much to everyone who has submitted the film. Um, we've got the films in our random generator, but before we do that, Ant is going to list those films so people can get a refresher. Yeah, so the films, uh, so I've removed Little Italy. That's no longer in the list. Bye, thankfully. Felicia. So it starts off with uh, Lilo and Stitch, High School Musical, Chocolat, No Way Out, High School Musical again. Why is it in twice? Get that. Out of there. That, 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 that could have been pain. Perfect. Um, About Time. Fern Gully. The Help. Mean Girls. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Fighting with My Family. Legally Blonde. Parasite. I think it's out on the 1st of June, actually, so that'd be good. Synodoki, New York. Crash, an American werewolf in London. Before you press those button, and because you just watched it lately, what if Cynic Toki comes out of that random generator? Because I know that you hate that film. Well, I'm not going to make Mel watch the film because she'd 
probably be really sad watching it. Um, I'd watch it. I'd be. I'm curious actually because when I watched it last time, it made me furious and I was really upset with it. But maybe, maybe time's been kind to it. Maybe yeah. I've grown as a person. Maybe. Maybe my <laughs> film, my <laughs> film, like you know, f- uh, thoughts have developed over over time. Maybe I have a better appreciation for it. Or maybe I'll just hate it just as much as I did when I first watched yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe you're just <laughs> quit it. Would be cu- I would actually be curious though. I would, it would I be know. kind of interesting to see if it yeah. uh, have a different opinion on it. What's it gonna be? What's it gonna I cli- be? I clicked it. I clicked it, and maybe. oh, oh, this is good choice. This is good. Like, this is good. The next film we're gonna watch is a perfect antidote to this film, to Little Italy. It's about time. Great. Can't say I'm pumped to mate, see this film. Mate, 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 it's it's like the exact opposite of this film. Yes. In terms Have you of seen no, it, Aaron? No, I mean, mate, no, I don't I remember it. Like, <laughs> oh. look, what, what, I used to be part of the Ironing Club, right? Uh, my friend and my old housemate Andy and I used to watch like things like About Time or films like that. What do you mean like that? Come on, this is one of the films that you think is like... Uh, what's the other one that the director did where the guys, the lead guy's called Noah... And it's the scene where he's like in the rain or something, and it's what? What are you talking about, Aaron? No, in the whale. Yeah, uh, the Notebook. The Notebook. I'm trying to think of the Notebook. About time isn't like the Notebook, really. I mean, it's a rom com, and it? it's two people fall in love or whatever. We used to iron our, so d- so our shirts for the week, and then watch like a rom com or a, a romantic film at the same time <laughs> together whilst ironing <laughs> our shirts. Uh. Very How many ironing boards and irons did you have? Uh, one, so we would share. We would split it. So he would do his shirts and then I would do so my shirts. Do shirt so each. Andy would do a shirt, would do one le- one arm, and then Aaron would use the iron on the other arm. Yeah, yeah it was very romantic. It's like that romantic. scene in Ghost. Yeah. Or <laughs> Little Italy when they're making pizza. Oh, my gosh. Um... Aaron, okay, so about time. I mean... Aaron, you, you're being very snooty yeah. about this. This is this was Mel's pick, by the way. I'd be nice. She did so, but today she was saying that she hopes that about time we get picked because then people will be able to see what a really good romantic comedy film can be. The thing, this isn't again about time isn't a problem. The problem is the three films that I've watched in quick succession, plus another three films, have been the High School Musical series and then uh, the Big Sick. Little Italy and Now About Time. That is so many romant like romantic films. Hey, and I'm not that, saying that. That isn't bad. our fault, Aaron. You you have oh. chosen to watch Kindness Musical. Just helps get your romance up to scratch with the latest romantic things that you could be doing. Yeah, might might give you some ideas, Aaron. Oh man. Yeah, yeah I'll skip through time or whatever he does. Does he go into a closet or something and go through Aaron, time or something? Let's watch the film and we'll chat about <laughs> it when we get back. No, wait. You'll be, no, cr- I you'll tell- be crying. No, you'll be is, crying at the listen, end of it. Listen, this is what I think the premise is. He falls in love with a lady, but goes into a closet and he gets <laughs> skipped through time and he keeps appearing in different time periods, but he can't stop to fall in love with her or something. That's what I think it is. That's what I have in my brain. Okay. Well, it's not that. It's actually not even about... I don't want to get into it, but it's not even about the romance, really. It's about no, it's about, about other things. I think, Aaron, actually, I think you actually really like it because it's okay. more about other things. I've, I've ge- I genuinely, legit, 
think The Notebook is a great film. So it's not. Don't think about The Notebook. I'm thinking about The it's, Notebook. It's not been made by the same guy. It's not. About, yeah, but Richard like McAdams that. is in it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> is he number thing as well? Anyway, yeah, whatever. Just, yeah. <laughs> I I think I actually think you'd really like this film. Has, has Heather seen it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Think so. Think so. I I reckon when I go downstairs and tell her that it's about time, I reckon she's gonna have a big smile on her face. You should you should go into it not in this sort of dismissive. Yeah, don't this go metacritic in it and. Well, you can do because oh, yeah. it's really yeah. good. Uh, jo- hey, Johnny, Johnny, when you hit it, just think I was backing you up before we went into this, all right? Because your history with romantic films or any films other than like Johnny's already seen this. I've seen it. Oh, do you like it? Well, don't tell. I don't want to know. Thank you so much for listening to the Movie Quest podcast. If you would like to email us, you could email us at podcast.moviequest.com or contact us on Instagram at the Movie Quest. Drop us a message, follow us, tell us that we were wrong about saying that Little Italy was pants. I don't know, whatever. I don't I, care. I will fight anyone who disagrees with me. I will fight Liz. them to death. When you finish listening to this, absolutely write in and tell us why you thought it was a good film, and then we'll probably no. Lewis yeah, is... and then we have a bath. Lewis is in the sin bin. He's not being responded to oh, sorry, for a few yeah. episodes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, on yeah, the yeah. naughty set, Lewis. You know, what? Lewis, make us that pizza that they made, and then maybe we'll yes. Be up for it. Send your pizza. <laughs> DM me. I'll tell you my address. Then, <laughs> then you can come back into the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. See you later. Bye.